think we all know what we need to do. Problems, they come like a costume. They fit you. Remove our inner critic and open our inner, you know, curiosity. You know, nothing speaks louder than money. Walk in, slam your fist on the table, so... (laughs) Yeah. Something has to change. Welcome to Stalk Talks Light. I'm Tom. And I'm Zoe, a freelance journalist based right here in the city of peace and justice while studying for a master's degree in European journalism. And I have a background in hospitality and I'm currently active in the improv community here in The Hague. We look forward to bringing you, our listeners, a short info-packed segment that brings you a pertinent problem or issue from The Hague and some possible solutions. Culture, entertainment and hospitality events that are coming up. All from right here in the city of peace and justice. In the Stork Talks problems and solutions segment, I focus on a pertinent problem from The Hague and some of its possible solutions. In order to do this, I speak with experts in the field and bring you their pearls of wisdom alongside a few of my own views on the topic. In this episode, I want to talk about the problem of safe cycling in the city, specifically for children and those of us who have not grown up with the bicycle culture that many here in the Netherlands take for granted. Now, The Hague has the dubious honour of having the most number of cars per square kilometre in the Netherlands. This, of course, means less room for cyclists and more chance of a collision with a car. And I think we all know who comes off worse in these sad scenarios. Now, the city of The Hague has acknowledged the problem with an initiative called Raumbahn for Defeats, or Make Way for the Bike. They will invest 65 million euros in cycling infrastructure in the city over the next five years. And the goal is to make the bicycle the main form of transport in The Hague by 2040. What a great idea. But when I spoke recently with The Hague's bike mayor, Marcel Gleissen, he pointed out that the city of peace and justice is still behind compared with places like Amsterdam and Utrecht. Nevertheless, Marcel is determined to get more children using bikes as their go-to form of transport. And he's asking primary school kids from around The Hague for fresh new ideas on how this might be done. Through something called the Bike Heroes Initiative, children are being given the opportunity to come up with creative ideas for safer cycling. This year's winner, 11-year-old Maya Yamet, is a student at the French school in The Hague, Her winning idea is a children's bike that has additional lights on the ends of the handlebars. These can be switched on when a young cyclist feels unsafe, perhaps when car traffic gets just a little too close for comfort. Marcel tells me that they're now in conversation with Dutch bike makers Batifus to see how this idea can be made real. Wow! More great ideas include bright yellow bike lanes, especially for kids, and designing tram tracks that are bicycle-proof, because let's face it, we've all had at least one unpleasant experience with tram tracks while cycling. I know I certainly have. The same children who participated in the Bike Heroes competition will also form part of a voluntary Bike Heroes Council. And this is a group of 17 children between ages of 8 and 12 who will meet directly with Hague City Councillors four times over the course of the coming year. So let's see what they come up with. I know if it were me, I'd like to see less cars in the city centre. 
They really do take up a lot of valuable space and they leave little room for pedestrians, cyclists and other activities. So with this in mind, I spoke last week with Delft-based author and mobility expert Melissa Bruntlett about her recently published book called Curbing Traffic, The Human Case for Fewer Cars in Our Lives. Melissa moved with her family from Vancouver to Delft in 2019, and she is inspired by the Dutch cycling culture, but thinks that less cars and more slow car streets can make it even better. And I have to say I'm with Melissa on this one. For example, the idea of repurposing some of the city's many parking spaces as small gardens or spaces where children can play or neighbours can meet for a chat was highlighted a couple of years ago during Parking Day. And I understand, of course, that removing all cars from the city centre may be a little ambitious, but there is increasing agreement that 30 kilometre an hour speed limits are really a must throughout the centre. Marcel would like to see that go down to 15 or 20 kilometres per hour in some very busy parts of the city. And this would mean that bikes and cars would be going roughly the same speed. So getting more kids on bikes here in The Hague will definitely help make the city safer, greener and much more inclusive. And so I leave you now with the following question. Is there any good reason why more of us Hagenaars shouldn't take to their trusty two-wheelers and ride into a sustainable future with confidence and a smile? If you'd like to know more about any of these initiatives or perhaps become involved yourself, the bike mayor tells me that the city council are very happy to work with international schools and parents. Then take a look at our Facebook page or our Instagram account, both are simply called Stalk Talks. That's all from me, folks, today. I'm going to hand over now to Tom, who has a bunch of great food and culture events lined up for you. The second part of the show is called The Hagen Five. In this segment, I use my hospitality background to explore the city and see what exciting cultural and food-related activities are coming up. Let's start this segment with an exciting announcement in the world of theatre. The Amari Theatre is officially opening. And its opening marks the official return of the Royal Conservatory and the Siderstrand Theatre back to the city centre. And when looking through the upcoming events, there was one, well actually multiple, that immediately caught my attention. And it's the hosting of the so-called lunch concerts. These 45-minute concerts are free for all visitors and include prize-winning artists who come and share their craft for free. I have already excitedly signed up for a few of them, and these are the ones that I'd like to share with you. There's one happening on the 20th of September, starting at 12.30, and it's given by Jorian van Ney, who plays piano, and Thomas Prechel, who plays the cello. They are performing a piece that they've composed themselves, and which is made specifically for the two instruments that they're using. In addition to this event, there's one happening on the 24th that I would also like to highlight, which is a concert performed by Jelmer de Moet, who is a clarinet player, and he uses seven recordings of clarinets to create some sort of an orchestra and a harmonic feeling to his performance. I think both of these options show that there is plenty of opportunity for you to go out and enjoy the culture and the classical music that The Hague has to offer without having to pay an arm and a leg to do so. Besides... What better way to enjoy lunch than with a side of culture? 
One of the other cultural drivers for the coming fortnight is Prinsjesdag, which is a celebration of the Dutch democracy, as well as the official opening of the Dutch parliament. And this means that it's time for us to mock the politicians and the politics that have happened in the past year during the so-called Prinsjeskabaret. And on top of that, it's a time during which the Ministry of Finance presents the budget to the king in a famous briefcase. Afterwards, the king will hold a speech on the future and ambitions of the Dutch parliament called the Troonrede. So how is this related to the arts and culture segment? Well, there's one specific event that I'd like to highlight, which is happening on the 18th of September. This is the day when the Princess Hat Fair takes place. It's a fair specifically to satisfy the strange fascination that we, the Dutch, have with hats. The program starts at 1.30 at the Hofweiver and concludes at 4.30. But not before we've chosen a winner of a hat competition and two live performances on the Hofweiver itself. But this segment wouldn't be complete without a touch of hospitality. For all the foodies out there, I've got two options for you to enjoy this week. First is a special seafood day that you mustn't miss on the 19th of September from 11 to 6 in the Zeehelden quartier. Try out a classic Belgian mussel, a Mediterranean mussel, and many other variations in cuisines during this day filled with tasty treats. These mussels will be paired with plenty of beer, live music, and for the enthusiasts, there's even a flea market. The second food-related activity that I'd personally like to recommend is the iLocal Food Tour, starting at the Haagse Harry. It provides you with a chance to have your taste buds tested by Eritrean, Ethiopian, Afghan and Moroccan cuisine and learn a thing or two about the wonderful diversity that can be found in this city regarding food. If you're looking for more information on all of the events that I just spoke about, you can find them in the show notes on our Instagram or our Facebook page. For now, I would just like to say that if you have any further questions about any of the topic we've discussed, or perhaps you've attended one of the events, then please do get in touch. Send us a photo of you at the event and tell us how it was. You can find us, like I said, on our Instagram or Facebook, both called Stalk Talks. Finally, we look forward to becoming part of your routine once more as we bring you news and views along with a light-hearted peek into what the City of Peace and Justice's culture and hospitality scenes have to offer. All neatly wrapped up in a 10-minute package by and for the Storks of The Hague.